Welcome to the Bellevue Ministerial Assistant Leadership Podcast. My name is Jamie Otto, and this is Jason Pyron. Hey, everybody. And we both serve here on staff at Bellevue and work with our ministerial assistants as a part of our church's internship program designed to raise up and send out prepared ministry leaders. And today we are wrapping up our conversation on transition and how it's a part of God's design. We have two of our MAs, Amina LeMaine and Diallo Smith with us. Hello yeah. again. Hello. Hey, y'all. Good to yeah. be here. Uh, and they are here to help us as we continue and wrap up this conversation on transition. Okay, so over the last couple of weeks, we have talked pretty extensively about the various phases of transition. So we have talked through endings. Again, you just need to, every transition begins with an ending. That's something that needs to be acknowledged and accepted in order to move on through the process. And then we get to the neutral zone, which is what we talked about last week. And that really is where growth happens. It's kind of really where we spend time waiting on the Lord, or maybe we haven't, something has come to an end and then something maybe has not started a new beginning hasn't come yet. It might be awkward. It might be discouraging or confusing, but there's a whole lot that we can learn. And then ultimately we get to the new beginning. So all that to say, we definitely want to talk about a new beginning, but I think there's also so much in this that we see. And that's been a part of the conversation the last two weeks already is how we really see God's design in the transition process. So that's what we've been talking through. And so today we're going to talk about new beginnings. So Diallo and Amina, what comes to mind when you think about new beginnings, finally getting to that? New beginnings, I think of, it's always an exciting time. It's always the moment that, especially in the neutral zone, the, that hope that you've been clinging on to, you're kind of seeing everything come to fruition in the new beginning. And if you've done everything right, if you process the ending and you've grown through mm-hmm. the neutral, then the new beginning is like putting all of that to test. So yeah. the beginning is always exciting, whether that's you're going to college for the first time, whether you're graduating, new job you're in a new relationship. It's Mm -hmm. always something that's very exciting. Yeah. 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 I think I kind of mentioned this last time when we talked about how the neutral zone kind of feels like winter. Mm -hmm. And I just think about when spring comes around, like how exciting it is to see Mm -hmm. the trees bloom and like you see green Mm -hmm. and there's color and there's, there's just this anticipation and this excitement, like this was worth it. Like you look back at the neutral zone and you're like, wow, like I can see things now. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. understand what God yeah. has been up to. Mm-hmm. And and you kind of take the neutral zone with you, like mm-hmm. to your new beginning and you all the things that you learn, all the things that you've sharpened, mm-hmm. all the things that God has done, like become just like a wealth of mm-hmm. of resources and and really strength for what, what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really exciting. Oh yeah. And it, I love that picture too. I wonder, again, by God's design, I wonder if we would when springtime comes or when the new exciting things begins finally, I wonder if it would really be as exciting of an experience if we didn't have the neutral zone. If there wasn't the winter, if there wasn't the waiting, maybe we would just, it would not be that exciting. Maybe our eyes would get off of him really quickly because it's just, oh, it's another, another day in the life. Great. Maybe we would take advantage of blessings. Yeah. So it's, it's purposeful. You can totally see his design in it for sure. Yeah. So how do you guys kind of see God's design in the process of transition, uh, talking about that, you know, this is God's purpose and design for transition. How do you see God's design in the process of transition? And this is really random. Yeah. I hope you can track with me. I'm I was tracking. having a conversation <laughs> yesterday with the counselee, and we talked about birth mm-hmm. and how, like, that is just a process of just like this waiting period, this developmental stage where a baby is growing and developing, and there's a certain amount of time that is allotted for that to happen. You don't disrupt it before. You Mm -hmm. don't wait too long. Like, 
there's a certain moment where it's like, okay, it's time to give birth to this baby. Mm-hmm. And it's really painful, right? There's like this toiling that's mm-hmm. painful, you're laboring, and then what's born is this beautiful gift, mm-hmm. this gift to the world. And I think that that is a lot of just like the cycle of our life. That's mm-hmm. also the cycle of our lives on earth. Like we suffer and we we toil and, and there's this, we have to endure a lot on earth, but then it's painful, but then then we get to see Jesus again. And then in a race where we're running and we're running and when we get to the end of a race, it's, it's really exhausting and tiring. And it's like, I got to keep pushing. And then once mm-hmm. you get to the finish line, you won. And it's, so I think like God gives us so much imagery mm-hmm. in scripture, but also practical imagery, the things that we experience on a daily basis and throughout our whole lives to like set us up to think the way that he has designed things to be so mm-hmm. that we can anticipate what he's about to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that answers your question. It does. It even points back to the nature example that you've given already is that it's, and and they talk about that in the book Transitions by William Bridges, that a lot of this is kind of anchored in or comes from is he talks a lot about there being basically a leaf has to die and then there's the winter time and then comes the spring that it's, we see that it's true. We do see that process in nature, which is so eye opening. Mm-hmm. considering, wait a second, let's, let's stop and think about the fact that maybe there's a creative intention behind all of this for sure. Yeah. I think of, and we talked about last week in John 15, I feel like I keep using that example because there was a moment when it was hard in the summer mm-hmm. and me and Amina were in the office and in the office, they have this one tree that is <laughs> <laughs> has no leaves or anything. It's just bare. It just roots. It's so it's like it's a lot of twigs, roots. like branches. It's just twigs. Yeah, yeah, just twigs, and you can see the roots. And then on the other side, uh, the tree is like blossomed, and it has all these different leaves and all these different colors. Mm. And so what I think of is in John fifteen four. It says, "Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me." And then he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Mm. And so I think what that kind of illustrates for me is that when in the neutral zone that you remain in him, then you're able to start the new beginning of seeing all that fruit come mm. to fruition. And so I, in God's design and how it comes in new beginnings, that's a complete replica of what that looks like. Yeah. Is that and when you remain in him and you're growing in your roots and you're having the hope, then now you're able to rejoice with him in this new beginning mm-hmm. of what is coming and like all the things that you've been praying for and all those doubts that you had, you're seeing that they're kind of getting washed away. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you kind of see God illustrates a lot. And even when Christ's words, when he's talking about nature, mm-hmm. on what it looks like to have a new beginning. Oh, yeah. It's really a beautiful process. And we talked a lot last week about the necessity to lean in. And mm-hmm. when you start to see his design in it, the more you're like, yeah, I want a part of that. I want to embrace even the difficulty. If fruit is on the other side, if being near the Lord is on the other side, it's so worth it. One of the things we talked about in MA training was that desire and motive or motivation play a huge role in finally getting to the new beginning. And one of the things that we talked about was that, so how do you get there? When we're we're in the neutral zone how, and I want to be at the new beginning, whether that is something, I want to be over this thing I've been struggling with, or I want to just finally be in a full-time job. I just want to finally, whatever, see this dream come true. I just mm. want to finally graduate, whatever it may be. In order to get there, William Bridges talks about we have to shift our mm-hmm. perspective from the goal to the process of reaching mm-hmm. the goal. That's the conversation we've been having the whole time is this process that is a part of God's design. So I guess for you guys, and tell me if this question doesn't make sense, but when you think of like, how have you shifted your perspective from the goal to the process of reaching the goal? 
Meaning like we're really quick. We're finally getting to talking about the new beginning when maybe that's our hope in the first place is just, I want to jump from the ending, great, right over to the new beginning. But you guys have talked a lot about how you have embraced the neutral zone or how you've seen the benefit of the fruit that comes finally in the new beginning. How have you shifted your perspective from the goal of the new beginning to the process of reaching it? I think the thing that helps the most is not making the new beginning an idol. Mm. So not saying, oh, like I have to be here, I have to be here, because again, then you're not going through the neutral zone. And so what really changed my perspective was looking at even to get to the new beginning of saying, okay, have I talked to my community about this? Mm. Have I prayed about this? And then now you're able to walk into the new beginning. Mm. There was a counselee that I had and the situation was he was in the shame and guilt. Mm. Mm. And I asked him, I was like, have you repented to the Lord? He said, yes. I said, have mm. you told your family? He said, yes. Have you told your community? He said, yes. Mm. And so I'm like, so you're you're good like mm. you don't yeah. have to keep wallowing in the shame and guilt mm -hmm. that the enemy wants you in i mean those aren't even like the words that god wants us to be in and so i think in order to move into the new beginning you have to tangibly look at the things that's why it's so important to track in the neutral yeah. zone mm -hmm. tangibly look at the things that god's been doing in your life and say okay now it's time to be able to walk into the new beginning mm -hmm. and only thing that's setting you back Either is your overthinking or it's mm. the enemy and, and the lies that he's speaking into you. Mm. Yeah, which I love because so much of the conversations that we've been having, Jason said this last week too, is so much of what you guys have pointed out is just the simplicity of coming back to truth. Mm. For sure. I, I even mm -hmm. hear that in your answer is that, yeah, we totally tend to overthink things or yes. maybe even think that, okay, I've, I've got to figure out the way to make the new beginning. I think yeah. that's the message of our culture in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I have to create this for myself, which there's an element to that. Again, it's our desire that's a part of it. It's the motivation that helps us get to that. But ultimately, it's God's process for sure. Yeah. Of, yeah. I think I read through this book. It's called Anonymous by Alicia Britt Collet. And it was just talking about like God developing us in obscurity and anonymity, like mm -hmm. kind of like this hidden place. And she just talked about she kind of like set up this image of her time. She was a missionary in a country in Asia and she went to a restaurant and there were like all these courses. Like usually we have three course meal in America, but there were so many courses mm. and none of them were the main course. Mm. And the the chef was so adamant to find out what the people who were eating his food felt about each and every one of, the, of his courses. Mm -hmm. And she basically takes a step back from that image and says, Every day of your life to God is the main course. Mm. You're mm. not like in this appetizer, then there's the main course, mm. and there's the really good stuff, the dessert. Like every single day, God's purpose for you, his love for you, what he wants to do in you is just as grand as the next day, mm. as grand mm -hmm. as the heights, as grand as the valleys. Mm. Like, and so I think shifting my perspective has been, okay, God. I'm not yet at the new beginning, or maybe I've just reached the new beginning. Like, mm -hmm. let me not put this on a pedestal and say, like, you're really, really with me here. Mm, when, right. like, in the neutral zone, it felt like you weren't. So, like, you don't care as much or you're not as present. And so, if Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, mm -hmm. then every single day, he is who he is. And my life is the main course mm -hmm. every day. It's, mm -hmm. it's not like he's giving me little or he's withholding yeah. something from me because I'm not at the new beginning yet. Yeah. And so, right. shifting your perspective really has a lot to do with how we understand the most mundane moments of our hmm. life and how God is still majestic in them. Yeah. Even we have majestic moments in our life. Mm -hmm. right. He's just as majestic in yeah. them. And so I think that helps a lot. I love that. And it reminds me of, so Elizabeth Elliot gives us a similar kind of 
picture. I love the main course though. That's really good. She talks about how we often say, well, oh, it's so sweet or kind of the Lord to acknowledge this small thing or to answer small prayers or whatever, which truly, and we talked about in MA training too, that our response to transition, it might be a seemingly small transition. It might be a seemingly large transition, but how we process it ultimately determines how it will shape us, how we'll be shaped by it, whether it be something that seems small or seems large. She says that those categories are things that are man-made. We place big and small. We place things into those categories when mm-hmm. in reality, it's God is just God. He doesn't just, oh, yes, I'll entertain this small thing or yes, I'll move in a big way for you. It's He just is who he is, mm-hmm. which re- I was just reminded of that when you were sharing that. It's true. It does help. It does help even shape my desire then to seek him all the more in order to really engage and be ready for the new beginning. I think, too, in every season, in the end, in the neutral zone, and in the new beginning, to embrace it as equal. Mm. And so huh. it's just a random thought. But when I was a kid and like a toy would break, I'd be so disappointed. And then I would have to look for a new toy mm. that was going to be replaced. But then I was always just excited to get to the store to get the new toy. Mm. <laughs> but now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, it's, okay, the toy broke. There's an end to like my favorite toy. But the good thing is I know I'm going to get a new one. Mm-hmm. And in the middle when I'm looking for the new toy it's like, oh, you have all these different options. Mm-hmm. And so I'm realizing that in all three of those stages, they were all equal. Those were all things that had the common good of the goal of getting something new and looking for different things. So I think the best mindset to have is that all of these stages are equal. Mm-hmm. And again, don't idolize the the new beginnings mm-hmm. because it's it's great. But sometimes yeah. you can miss out on all the other things that God's been doing. Mm-hmm. Or glorify the ending from mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Yeah. Or like right. you like almost project your expectations Mm -hmm. from what was before onto the new beginning and you miss out on the newness of what God is bringing into your life because you're just Mm -hmm. trying to fit that into the framework of what things used to be like. Mm. Um, So I think it's like a both and on both ends. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah, I like what all three of y'all have said. And it's such a simple reminder, coming back to the truth, you know, what what we find ourselves in is that neutral zone doesn't have to be a crisis time, but a lot Mm -hmm. of times that's what it feels like. And then we're drawn to, okay, God, you know, and remind, I need God. I've I've tried everything else or nobody else is helping me. So God, I find myself a lot of times it's when I get into that new beginning Mm -hmm. and start getting to that rhythm and and getting joy in that, Mm -hmm. that then I don't go back to, it's the same, like you said, Diallo, it's the same with all three. We've got to stay in it with the Lord and celebrate and and acknowledge him as the one who's the giver of that new beginning, Mm -hmm. who's the sustainer in that new beginning. Yeah. Yeah, I I think a lot of times we just miss out on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked pretty extensively about how looking at God's purpose throughout this whole process, I love what you said, Diallo, that yeah, viewing them as equal, all three phases are equal, meaning you're not just waiting to arrive at one or or holding on so tightly to the other. You're just... This is just language for the process, that's all. Mm -hmm. So we've talked pretty extensively about how this encourages us as followers of Christ, but I would love to hear your thoughts on how all of what we're talking about, these stages of transition, even in getting to the new beginning specifically, how, how does this encourage you specifically as a ministry leader? So we've talked extensively about what it means for us as followers of Christ. Mm-hmm. What about in as a ministry leader? I think so much of the way that we allow God to teach us how to be his followers helps us and equips us to imitate him in our leadership. Mm-hmm. And so To be a good leader, you have to be a good follower Mm -hmm. first. I think Mm -hmm. in your following and in your following after the Lord, like you're only as good of a leader as you are a follower. Mm. And so I think really embracing what it means to be humble, to wait 
to trust the Lord, to not rely on your own strength, to allow God to shape your perspective, adjust mm-hmm. your expectations, all of those things. That's literally like the school of trust, yeah. right? Like yeah. oh. if we're in the school of trust as followers of Christ, then everything that we learn equips us to be good leaders. Mm. Um, and hopefully in our leadership, we're worthy of imitation. Mm. Just as Paul says, imitate me as mm-hmm. I imitate Christ. So if leadership is all about and discipleship and in whatever capacity we do that, if that is supposed to help other people understand what it means to really live and follow Christ, mm. our leadership really depends on the way that we follow God. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. I was going to hit on the point, and you kind of touched on it, was discipleship. Mm-hmm. So I think the more that you are equipped and understanding God's character when it comes to these different transitions, you're going to be able to pour into people that are under you or mm. people that are serving alongside you, and that helps them become better Christ-like followers, mm. and also your sh- the whole point is showing God's character that mm. he's going to carry you in that you're in the school of trust. And so I think as a ministry leader, knowing that we can trust in him, that he's going to carry us, mm-hmm. you're able to give that hope to somebody else who may not have that hope, who may not mm-hmm. know, it might be a new believer yeah. or even a believer that's like, this is really hard. You're able to be that image bearer and say, this is who God is. Mm. You're able to share that with them and give them that light and hope that mm. they need. Yeah, I, and I just thought of this quote. I remember reading, I don't remember who said it, but someone was talking about how ministry is just one beggar telling another mm-hmm. beggar where to get bread. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so we have to get bread to yeah. tell all the other beggars <laughs> yeah. where the bread is. Yeah. And the bread really does come from allowing God to take us through a lot of valleys, a lot of mountaintops, and over and over again, we're learning mm-hmm. about who he is and how to trust him and what his will is and, and all these different things that like, we have something to give to mm-hmm. people. And whether that's in church leadership or as in any capacity in ministry, I think if we don't have bread. We can't tell people where to get that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So true. So true. Drew Tucker said previously and last month's MA training and podcast that we followed with that you can't teach what you have not tasted. I think mm-hmm. that's a similar concept mm-hmm. that's really stuck with me too. And even thinking through this whole process in terms of ministry and in leadership, the word just shepherding keeps coming to mind of how mm-hmm. how do we shepherd people through their own transition process is it's realizing like, okay, whether that be people you're ministering to, whether that be a team that you're leading, they're experiencing if an ending is taking place, we as leaders have to acknowledge, mm-hmm. okay, what's coming to an end for them and mm-hmm. maybe try to see ahead a little bit too of this, oh, this could be a Try difficult it. ending that's taking place that maybe they don't know to anticipate this coming quite yet. Or maybe we can help them give mm-hmm. language to the neutral zone and maybe take some of the pressure off if there's somebody that's just feeling a lot of pressure to have something figured out or to have it all together. Like, no, the neutral zone is totally normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether that be a new follower of Christ, whether that be somebody that you are shepherding and discipling, or whether that be even just somebody on your team that you're leading, that neutral zone is normal. Mm. It's okay. I think that just keeps coming to mind, too, of how important it is not only to have this language and to know how this framework works in our own lives, but then also what it means to shepherd another person through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so important. And so many things from what you just said there, but yeah, it it even goes to, this applies in marriage, if we have to recognize what each other's going through. Because if not, their feelings are matched by my feelings, and I'm feeling part of my feelings is based on how they're feeling, and then it's just this whole mm-hmm. huge mess. And it's the same thing with people we lead or people we work alongside. If we can't help put just real hooks into what's going on, if they're in that end or in that beginning or that neutral zone, then we we just on our own decide oh, it must be this, and then we're all in this spiral together of just mm-hmm. not not the truth. Mm-hmm. 
and not recognizing mm-hmm. this is a moment for them. This mm-hmm. is a transition for them. And how do I respond appropriately right. to that? Because how hard is it? I mean, as we can probably think of examples too. What we've talked about so much with the new beginning is maybe like an internal desire, like, oh, I just want to be there. I just want to get to the new beginning. Whereas there's also probably a lot of external factors too, or maybe if you're following somebody and maybe there is some pressure to get to the new beginning, we just have to embrace the new thing. Come on, let's go. When without acknowledging, wait a second, there's a whole process that goes, not that that's an excuse to just sit in your feelings at all. Mm -hmm. But the point is, is that by design, there's a process that you'll go through. And it's again, good to just be aware of as we look to shepherd people for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, you guys. Well, I feel like we could talk forever, (laughs) forever. This has been such an enjoyable and edifying conversation for sure. And we hope to you, the listener, that this conversation has been helpful. We encourage you to take time to personally reflect on all the transitions you might be in right now. It might be one, it might be multiple, but regardless, lean in to all the Lord has to teach you. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to being with you again soon.